Good morning. Welcome to Garage Talks. What a weekend. The games this weekend were absolutely terrific, especially yesterday. I'm still trying to figure out the magic of my homes. Still trying to figure out how the GOAT could not get it done. And how fraudulent some teams were that I had called out. Very interesting. But looking forward to a great show. And you know how we're going to do it. First segment, NFL. Let's get started now. Alright, so we got a lot to talk about today. First thing we're going to talk about, the Bengals at Tennessee Titans. Joe Burrow, I've been saying it for weeks that people are going to count this team out at the time of the playoffs, but like I said, their experience from a collegiate level, Joe Burrow has been a great leader when it comes to a situation like this. He's a winner, and with Jamar Chase, he proved it on Sunday. Joe Burrow did not have the best of the games. As we know, he got sacked for a historical nine times in a game. Nine times. Jamar Chase put up five catches for a buck nine. T. Higgins showed up with 96 yards. We had a few interceptions on the Bengals. Tennessee, on the other hand, got Derrick Henry to come back, which I think kind of took away from their game plan as he had 20 carries for 62 yards and a goal line touchdown, which is something their other two running backs could have done. But the problem, as is always, will be Ryan Tannehill. Unfortunately, there's just some quarterbacks in this league, if you look at the history of the league, they just don't win a Super Bowl. Now, you can call them game managers, you can call them, you know, a semi-great quarterback, you know, whatever. But some quarterbacks just cannot win a Super Bowl. To me, that's what Ryan Tannehill is. This team definitely has talent, has great coaching staff in Tennessee, but they need a better quarterback to get over that hump. I think this was possibly the most shocking game of the week when it comes to results, but not for me, because, you know, your boy knows what he's talking about. But I was expecting the 49ers to come out as winners in this game. And if you notice, three underdogs, according to Vegas, won the game. The fourth one should have won that I was really rooting for, but we'll get into that later in the show. 
But yeah, Jimmy G had a very efficient game. He only threw it 19 times. They ran the ball 17 times, and we knew it wasn't going to be a shootout with temperatures almost around 2 to 10 degrees in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Shout out Mr. Kennedy. George Kittle showed up in a big way, 4 for 63. Debo, he was kind of held in check. He only had three catches for 44 Rushed 10 times for 39 yards, but it was the 49ers defense and special teams that won them this game. Aaron Rodgers threw it 29 times for 225 and no touchdowns. Aaron Jones was not so efficient, 12 carries for 41. But Aaron Jones showed up in the passing game, which is crazy. Nine catches for a buck 29. And you know, Devonta Adams did his thing, nine catches for 90 yards. But it was, again, the Packers special teams that failed him. But I think the blame should definitely go on Aaron Rodgers. This man has been extremely, extremely a regular game-managing quarterback in the playoffs post his Super Bowl run in 2010. Uh, I have always said this. I think Aaron Rodgers is overrated. I think he's a good regular season quarterback. Is he the best? No. That's Peyton Manning. Is he good in the playoffs? No. He's 10 or 11 and 13 in the playoffs now while Brady's like 35 and 12. So I want everybody to stop the comparison between these two. Is Aaron Rodgers a great quarterback? Yes. Is he as gifted and talented people talk about? Not so much. Um, Packers definitely have a Huge offseason to look forward to as Aaron Rodgers is was on his last deal. He's on his way out. Devontae Adams might be out. So this is a big season for the Packers. As for the 49ers, I definitely love this team. I like the swagger that they play with. I think my boy Jimmy G, y'all know the nickname. Beep Star Jimmy G. Yeah, I think the 49ers are scary. I think they can do a lot of damage uh, coming up. Um, So it's going to be extremely interesting on what they do going forward. Uh, But it's going to be fun to watch. Even though Jimmy G is playing with an injury, he looks like he kind of has a a hand on everything that's been in the offense with changing up the plays at the right time. And I feel like the team believes in him. I know there was controversy earlier in the year with Trey Lance and him the future but I think the team's riding behind Jimmy G I think they they got something to look forward to and now we talk about the game of the week the GOAT Tom Brady after the whole controversy with AB and everything how would this team respond well I'll tell you this they did not respond well in the first half, they were down big 20 to 3, but they scored 24 points in the second half. Lost by a field goal. They came all the way back to tie the game. Matthew Stafford, Stafford hit Cooper Cup. That's my guy. He had nine catches for a buck 83 and a touchdown. Odell, six catches, 69. Cam Akers, man, shout out. He had, like, ACL injury, like, six months ago. But back to the game. Cup and Stafford connected on a big catch. 
towards the end of the game that put him in field goal range to win it. Now, a lot goes into this game. Tom Brady did not look like the GOAT in the first half. He actually looked very uh, mediocre. He was struggling to get the ball out quick. The receivers were not getting open. So you have to wonder if the injury of Chris Godwin and AB doing what he did um, kind of made um, you know Tom Brady look not so good because he didn't have his weapons. But when that second half came, the GOAT showed up. Um, I think the Buccaneers, um, you know, when you lose like this, I don't think it's too much to where they need more pieces or they need to look deep in the mirror. You know, I, I think it was just a few throws, a few empty possessions, you know, a few three and outs that could have changed the game completely. Um, so I, I think they should work on bringing their team back. Obviously, as we know, it's been reported by almost everybody now that Tom Brady is non-committal on next year which means he is unsure if he wants to play football but as passionate he is and as he has ran his mouth in the past that he's going to play till 45 you never know with this guy but it's definitely something to look forward to keep an eye on Tom Brady comes back this team is definitely a Super Bowl contender with a healthy Godwin and everybody else that they might get uh, Lenny was back for playoffs. He showed up two for two touchdowns. Um, so I, I think it's it's going to be an interesting offseason. I think Buccaneers might look for a quarterback. You know, Russell Wilson's out there. Maybe Dak might be out there after his debacle. Um, so let's let's see what happens. It's it's going to be an interesting offseason. Here we go to the game of the week. Kansas City beats Buffalo in overtime by scoring the touchdown. You know, I was really rooting for Buffalo. And that had a lot of bright spots. Um, you know, it's very hard to see where uh, they really took a hit. And I think the biggest problem was Stefan Diggs. You cannot be one of the best receivers in this league. And only have three catches for seven yards. He stood there last year, watched Kansas City's AFC Championship presentation and all that. You cannot come up this small in the biggest game of the year for your team. And credit to Kansas City. You know, they they stuck to their plan. Their big three, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Cheetah, Tyreek showed up. They did their thing. They got 44 yards in 13 seconds. I think Buffalo got it real easy and settled down once they took the lead late in the game. They were like, it's only 13 seconds. How far can they go? Um, So I think they have no one to blame but themselves. And I think Buffalo needs to go get another receiver to help Stefan or just have someone to show up when he's not showing up. Because there's... No way. I'm not saying the entire blame goes on to him, but he's a big part of it along with Buffalo's defense and their defensive coordinators who just sat back in coverage and let Mahomes go for 19 and 25 yards to Cheetah and Kelsey. I am very excited for the next game. Bengals and Chiefs. Joe Burrow versus Mahomes. You know, one was a collegiate phenomenon i kept saying it joe burrow has the game-winning gene in him 
So it's going to be exciting. I think Bengals with Jamar Chase and that defense coming on lately. It's going to be interesting how they play. Um, I do believe it might not be a high-scoring game between these two teams. Um, and I do have the Chiefs routing them out the house. Um, so I'm thinking maybe 27-3, 28-10, something around that. We got Rams and 49ers, two of my favorite teams. I'm very excited to see them play. Uh, we have to see how Jimmy G injury progresses this week with his hand. I think Matthew Stafford is ready. The Rams are ready. They're big three with Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, Vaughn Miller. That's just deadly. Uh, Niners need to protect, and Debo Samuel needs to be big. He cannot have, you know, 39 yards on the ground and 44 yards only with no touchdowns. Uh, so he needs to be ready for some action. So conference championships are there. I'm super excited. Prediction will come later. I will not give it today, but I'm very excited for the future and uh, next week for the NFL. It's definitely the best game on earth to watch.